I fucking love you. The world is fucked. And you cannot unfuck it. Mr. Gorbachev. Mr. Gorbachev. Turn up this podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the first episode of season two. This is the premiere of season two, episode 53. I'm excited. Are you excited? I'm quite excited. Season two is going to be a good change for us. It'll be new. It'll be a good change. I'm sick of a lot of things. That's actually not true at all. I like how we do this. Yeah, it's I, I, not I, much I, is going to change. It's going to be this. It's going to be pretty well the same. We're as going we to before. try to have good interviews, good interviews, better jokes. Yeah, more thought out, a new sheen of polish added to the whole thing. It's going to be fantastic. And uh, Josh and Chris will officially be going on the road for comedy. <laughs> you will... really like announcing oh, that? Yeah. We got love... no material prepared. <laughs> <laughs> I want to just paint us into a corner and be like, sink or swim. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of how you act. Yeah. <laughs> Just do it. Just, Just do, do it. it. I want to thank everybody who uh, came out for the season one finale party. That was a fantastic time. You got me way too drunk. So yeah, that was great. That. Thank you guys so much. I had for about a out. thirteen hour hangover. So thanks. Appreciate. Uh, I it. felt fine. I hate you for that because I felt like shit. I yapped vodka all sodas, morning. Vodka sodas. Vodka sodas. Tito's. Tito's and soda. I was drinking Jagger and fucking rum and I do double. Tequila. I do double vodka soda, short lots of ice. Because you're gluten-free these days. I've been trying to be. Yeah, I do have gluten. I, I still eat it every once in a while, and I feel like shit, and I regret it immediately. But Is it because you're eating too many carbs, or is it because you're eating gluten? No, gluten specifically. I can eat all sorts of rice and quinoa and shit. It doesn't bother me. There's no gluten in rice? No, I don't oh, think okay. so. <laughs> oh, all right. I didn't know that. Potatoes and stuff. doesn't bother me. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, it's just, just the gluten. Just gluten. Yeah, you're gonna have to change your whole it makes, lifestyle. It up. makes me really like sore, and I get horrible acid reflux. I was gonna make a joke about how you're gonna need to start like hiking and shopping at MEC. I started you already running. Do that. Yeah, I do. <laughs> you already yeah, do I already, that. So. I, I've started running again. I stopped running for a while, and it was pissing me off. I've been running. Yeah, uh, I ran a few times this week, and I, I'm gonna try and get back into running at like five thirty. This is running for fun. <clears throat> yeah, running in the morning. Not running. Normally, from... you would just run from the ops. You know what I mean? From the ops, the from, ops. From the ops, running from the pigs. I I didn't say that. Yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to my police friends that listen. <laughs> Do you think that like cops will ever retake the word pig? You know how like, like we're the pigs. You know how like gay people retook queer. Like queer isn't like an insult anymore. You know they identify we, as queer. Yeah, I know what you mean. Have you heard that f word? I don't know if I can say it. But the F word is coming back. The one that rhymes with maggot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, okay. But gay people are like saying that again. Yeah, that's kind of been a thing. It, that's been a thing. Like gay, especially old gay guys have been like saying it much more. Well, I mean, they got called that for 50 years. So now they're like, this is my word. This is my word. It's like, it's like the N word. Which one? I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's definitely like that. You reclaim the word, right? You yeah. take away the power. 
So everyone can say it now? No. <laughs> That's not what I mean. <laughs> we should be able to say it. Straight people came up with that word. Yeah, we're it's our word. <laughs> I want to start calling people that. I've been I've been working on a theory, okay? Okay. No offense to anybody who's gay if you're listening. Okay? Oh, God. I'm just, I want to say this with the purest of intentions. You only end up gay if you eat too many Lucky Charms as a child. <laughs> There's only two sexualities. They're straight and Irish. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, but with, you know, like the, the kind of barriers and the binaries of sexuality are kind of breaking down in this modern era. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Right? It's much more of a spectrum than it is like you're either you're gay or you're straight. Yeah. Like the way it used to be, right? And I'm kind of thinking, what if we took it back to the way that, like, the Romans and the Greeks did it? Not so much with the old men and the and the young men, but with... It didn't really matter what you were fucking as long as you were fucking. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where instead of straight and gay, you're either a top or a bottom. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think... I feel like that might be the way things are going. I... I yes... I'm not sure. I don't know. I'm not sure it's a. I, this is going to be a not common opinion, but I. I don't know how good it is. What do you mean? <clears throat> because things kind of went that way in ancient Rome, and the downfall. Like they came out with, they found all these writings and journals about like the condition of society afterwards that didn't get popularized because they were atrocious. It was to the point that when they first, I can't remember what they're called. But when they first found them, they they seriously thought it was fictional writings about ancient Rome. Okay. But then they were like, oh, it's not. They're like documenting certain things that are happening. Just like the progression of society that it became like just chaos. Like you can do whatever you want. The wealthy became so wealthy that they did anything they wanted. Yeah. And it pushes society into this direction of just like mayhem, right? Right. You're kind of seeing it nowadays, like, I mean, this isn't in line with, like, homosexuality and, like, um, a fluid sexual spectrum, but in regards to what we're deeming acceptable in, like, the public eye, okay, I think things have gotten really perverse. Okay. I think they have. I think because you had, you took, like, acceptance of different ways or different forms of sexuality that weren't just straight people, right? It was like, oh, this is really positive. And then you've seen this push from like really upper echelon fucked up shit where they're like, oh yeah, this fucked up shit we do is also the same. And it's like, no, it's not. That's not the same as gay people. You oh, know? oh, you're talking about like rich pedophiles and shit? All this shit going on. They're like, yeah, it's basically like, it's all different forms of sexuality. And it's like, no, no, it's not. That's not the same as being gay. You're fucking crazy people. Like, that's not the fucking same thing, dude. That's... Don't, don't loop your crazy richness in with the gays. Okay. Don't ruin Just them. Just like standing on the yeah. sidelines, like gay people get married now. And it's like. I've been fucking kids for a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like, it's like, yeah, there's one rich gay dude who like partakes with us. And it's like, see the gays. And it's like, no, no, not, no, 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 no. not the gays. No, don't put them in with you. They don't get you. They're a part of our group now. <laughs> fucking, I don't no. know. I don't hang around enough pizza shops to know. Have you heard about the shit that came out about Balenciaga? 
Oh, with the like kids, the like teddy bears with BDSM gear on and shit. Not only that, man, she's being she was she's being investigated by um, like French police or something for cannibalism. Oh, really? Cannibalism. Two infants went missing. They were with her, and they're missing. And like it can't. Whatever happened? There's cannibalism suspected. And then she her response to it was that she uh, came out holding two baby dolls covered in blood. Okay. And the, I was like... The Balenciaga shit just seems to me like any press is good press. No. You know what I mean? No, I disagree. Would this, we have been talking about psycho. Balenciaga? That chick is a psycho. Maybe, but like, have, would we have been able... We're, would we have been talking about Balenciaga if they didn't do any of this? Like, people still talk about Balenciaga. It's an upper echelon thing. Yeah, for sure. But, like, once you start putting magazine spreads with, like, fucked up shit like that, it just gets people talking. I guess I guess I see what you're saying, but I think that... You know what I mean? Where it's I, like, maybe it went too far, but, but some guy in the I, art department was like, you know what get people fucking talking? I just, you know I I mean? just don't think it's okay that this, like, the head stylist is sexualizing children. It's fucked. Yeah, it's not It's good. fucked. It's not okay. Like, and especially on the tail end of, like... Jeffrey Epstein happened, and no one ever got arrested. No one's careers were affected. Nothing. No, nothing at all. And it's like, you fucking kidding me? Like, thank God, because that one trip. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! No, but it's we fucked. got invited it's fucked. once. All, all aired out. We got invited one time. We went. It was a bad vibe. We left in like five minutes. <laughs> no, swam back. <laughs> we showed up. I had my trunks on. My swim trunks. I was th- I was thinking we were just gonna drink on the beach and shit. No, <laughs> Jeff was naked, <laughs> and my lawyer has advised me not to speak on this anymore. <laughs> no, it's it's actually fucked though. Like I think that um, I think there you have the idea of sexualizing children with this like Balenciaga thing. They're normalizing it in media, which is fucked. Who's they? I, uh, <laughs> I don't, like they upper echelon people, the people mm. who are controlling media and controlling this shit. You think there's a shadow group of people that control the media? I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you trust Rupert Murdoch? Mm. I'm just saying. You trust that motherfucker? No, I don't. That dude fucks kids for sure. There's no way. There's no way. That dude's creepier than fuck. Like, <laughs> no. This is the weird thing to me where it's like you're incredibly wealthy. You can get away with any crime you want in the world. Why is fucking kids the one you pick? Because it is the ultimate worst thing you can do. I guess. It's literally the worst thing you can do is rape and murder children. So is it... Right? Even, so to them, they're, about... it's just a power thing. Like, I can do anything I want. Mm. I, that's honestly what I think it is, that they just do anything they want at all. Do you think it's like a flaw with these people's character? Or do you think it's a flaw with becoming that wealthy and powerful? I think it's becoming that wealthy. Do you think like if we got that wealthy and powerful, we'd be tempted? No. No? Because we're different? No. Yeah, I actually do. <laughs> yeah? Uh, yeah, we're too we, principled about that. Like, I think we're too principled to become that wealthy. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, we would... I think to get that wealthy, you, you have to, to be you have to fucked do up. fucked up shit to be willing to get that wealthy. I think we would start on this path, and then they'd be like, "Do this," and we'd be like, "No, that's fucked." 
And then we'd end up shot in the back of the head. Yeah. Do, uh, Suddenly die. Yeah. If we die after this episode airs, <laughs> the fucking, then Season I was right. Clipped. <laughs> yeah. Then I was right. These creepy it's funny. This conversation's the exact same conversation I had when I was 14 with my friends, like smoking weed for the first time. Yeah. Like, Dude, the Illuminati symbol is on the dollar bill. Yo, it fucking, like, <laughs> sorry, let me back all it to you, but Dude, no, it's actually fucked that, like, there's got to be some group controlling this shit. Probably. I think there is, man. They joke about it. They joke about it in media. It's a joke. Yeah. And it's like, it's it's more of a joke like, haha, you can't do anything about it. Not a joke of like, haha, this is a ridiculous theory. <laughs> you know, they're just like, haha, you can't touch me. I remember when I was like 14, I found like a video some guy put up on YouTube about the Illuminati in the music industry. And I thought I was like breaking the case wide open because I found this YouTube video. I was like telling my parents and shit. I was like, look at this. It was a picture of like Jay-Z doing the like triangle over the eye. And I was like, you gotta be fucking, they're in here. Here it is, man. He is. <laughs> Have you ever listened to the song Devils? De- <laughs> devils with the, devils with the apostrophe? Yeah. What what's the, it's like Illuminati want my mind mind body and soul like he's rapping about it man mom you gotta listen to Hobson he's telling the truth you gotta listen to Immortal Techniques <laughs> yo Immortal Techniques fuck dude <laughs> they're fucked I saw a thing uh, the other week that was like Immortal Techniques is the official soundtrack of okay I'm leaving this party <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah you remember when like one guy would toss on Immortal Technique and fucking like, devil in a red dress or whatever <laughs> it was called uh, yeah fuck what was it called the one he released like three days after 9-11 and it's fucked, like. <laughs> and it like the man, or you want to know something that's just weird? Like, All right, I'm gonna go. It's gonna be one. Do you remember Cannibal food. Corpse? Yeah, yeah. Cannibal Corpse is like big in rich people world. Are they really? I've they seen are, them live. They're very good. Yeah, they're also fucked, dude. Yeah, it's it's like almost jokey death metal though. No, dude, they're fucked up. They're too big in in like rich society for it to be a joke. What They're like, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, like like the one song, that fucking Volko, whatever the fuck her name is, the head, the head uh, stylist for, yeah. for Balenciaga. She went into a church playing uh, this fucking, I can't remember the name of the song because I don't listen to Cannibal Corpse. I Come Blood? No, it's like talking about having a virgin spread out on the bed and like. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then pulling her burst bowel through her vagina. And so yeah. Like, it's fucked, man. It's tongue in cheek, Chris. It's fucked. <laughs> you can't it's take it fucked, literally. Dude. Come on. Yeah, but they take it literally. They're crazy people, man. <laughs> That's not Cannibal Corpse's fault. I. Uh, just fucking. <laughs> it's pretty fucked up. How'd you write it? You have to sit down and do a lot of thought about something to write it. And then you're playing it all the time? They're yeah. somewhat into it. <laughs> they gotta be. <coughs> if you don't think I can't you're... believe you're putting Cannibal Corpse on trial. I'm they were yo. in Ace Ventura Pet Detective. <laughs> Man. A lot of rich people were a part of that. <laughs> Jim, Carrey. Jim Carrey's crazy. <laughs> I actually like Jim Carrey a lot. So I feel I. like he's a genuine person. Like did very you see genuine the painting guy. he did of Mussolini? No. So like Mussolini, the dictator of Italy. Yeah. Uh, famously, when he died, he got hung upside down and shot. Really? That's how the Italians got rid of Mussolini. Is they hung him up with his mistress in a square, upside down, and, and shot, shot him. And they like, killed him. And they're like beaten to fuck or whatever. But Mussolini's granddaughter just got elected to 
Italy's like parliament or Are you whatever. Fucking kidding me! I know. On the same like platform that Mussolini had. Oh, holy like straight shit. up a fascist got elected. So Jim Carrey did a painting of Mussolini and his mistress hung upside down, beaten and shot, dead, and whatever, and posted it as like a reply to the announcement that she got elected. <laughs> and she just responded to him, "You are bastard." You are bastard. You are bastard. Man, your fucking whatever your grandpa was a fucking psychopath. Yeah, the leader of Italy in the Second World War. Why are you running for politics? Yeah, dude, guess what? Your family's never allowed to run for politics again. If Hitler had a grandkid, I don't think he'd be running in Germany. No, dude, he'd be like, yeah, guess what I can't do? Yeah, guess what? I'm going to live on an island somewhere like far away where no one can find me. Yeah, and just be fucking away. Yeah, man. That's fucked. fucked. It's fucked. It's actually fucked. I, I learned something really cool. What's that? The universe has no color. Okay. Do you know this? Well, it would make sense. Like, like if, you, if you were to like zoom way out on the universe, is that what you're saying? No, the universe, there, all the color we see does not exist. Well, it's light, right? No. No. Okay. No. What is it? Color, there is no... Color is not actually a part of the universe. So what you see when you're seeing color is electromagnetic waves yeah, at different light. frequencies. Yeah. 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 And, and then, then light's eyes... reaction with it. Yes. Yeah. And then there's like, it goes all the way from like microwaves to like ultraviolet and infrared and x But like even these gift. different colors, they each have their own frequency and that's why. Yeah. And then your eye is trained to pick up to on. To pick that up yes. as a color to yeah. make it conceivable, right? Like your brain makes all the color in the universe. If you so think people... about it, babe, I wasn't watching porn. It was just electromagnetic waves coming out of my computer that hit my eyeball. It's not actual images, babe. <laughs> And when you think about it, but sound is kind of the same thing. You, it, so I was watching this video, but I wasn't watching the video. And I wasn't really listening. <laughs> and I wasn't exactly jerking off. <laughs> I was just moving around. I was just... <laughs> There's a video out there. It's really good. It's this fucking... It's this kid who gets caught watching porn or whatever. Because he, he was like a kid that was streaming and he accidentally left his stream on like after the stream ended. Yeah. He's like 13, but you can't see him. It's just the sound. And it's like, obviously, this kid's watching porn. And his mom walks in the room and she's like, what the fuck? And he's like, it's a virus. And she's like, <laughs> <laughs> and she's like then why are your pants off? Yeah. And he's like, I got so scared that they fell off. <laughs> And he's like, Mom, I'm not lying. And she's like, turn that off. He's like, I jumped because of the virus and my pants fell off. Just committed. Committed to it. So committed. Thank God my parents never caught me. I know. Because holy shit, I don't think you ever. I don't think you ever. I couldn't look my parents in the eyes for like years if that happened. Oh, no. There's not a chance. That's all my dignity just fucking laid <laughs> out the window. Out the, out the like window. Like I just laid my soul there. I don't know. I don't know what I look like, and I don't want to know what I look like. It's disgusting. I'm, it's primal. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's over. I'm like, nah. like when you when you're like being all hot for your girlfriend or whatever. Not the same. And you're like laid all back. <laughs> 
shoulders are relaxed. You're like slow. You know what I mean? That's not how it goes. Your shoulders are like caved in. You're like breathing out of your mouth. It's not all slow and long and short. <laughs> you look like if this someone were to come in and see you from behind, you look like a cave being, like in the corner, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, look like Gollum. Get out! <laughs> <laughs> Trying to beat my meat Trying here. Be- <laughs> Don't look at me, I'm hideous. <laughs> oh fuck! It's actually fucked. I saw a news story. You might like this. <laughs> yeah, actually, I think you're really gonna like this. Man killed by police in California. What? A man was killed what in happened? California by police because they feared for their life. Okay, that's the headline. And then the I, police feared for their the life. The police feared for their life. He was a suspect in a stabbing, right? And he fit a description, and they felt they feared for their life, and they shot him. Okay. Okay. Just wait. He's a double amputee, and they said they feared for their life when he was running away. He has no legs. What? What? He was wheeling himself away from them. And they feared for their and life. And they feared for their life and, and shot they him. shot him to death. He's a fucking wheelchair. He's in a wheelchair. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How the fuck do you fear for your life from this guy? Yeah, that guy's life is not great, man. Like, and you know how he lost his legs? How? An incident with the police three years ago. <laughs> Are you fucking serious? <laughs> yeah. They fucking shot him in the legs and they so had they to just went back to finish him off. Holy fuck, There's probably the same cops, like, cruising around, like, I fucking know that guy. Remember we shot him in the legs? I thought that would have been it. No. No. Finished the job. But I guess he was wheeling away, and then they shot him, and he, like, lost his legs from, like, the knees down, I think. Because then he got out of the chair and started trying to run on his knee stumps. And they shot him. That is the least threatening image of a man I can ever think yeah, of. Yeah, like, I feel bad for that guy. Honestly, that's terrible. Yeah, how the fuck honestly, are you scared for your life for a guy running on his knees? Honestly, it's like if, being scared of a kid. If you're scared of shit like that, you shouldn't be a cop. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Don't be a cop, because like, there's way scarier shit out there, <laughs> and you'll have to deal with it eventually. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, sure, it's not a pleasant image. Yeah, that's to look at. But damn, that's not scary at all. No, that's fucking retarded. And like the balls, the balls of the cop when they're like, "Why the fuck did you shoot him?" Because I was scared. I was scared. I was like, "There was three there's of a you. wheelchair man dead on the ground." And you're first telling- of all, you always are with another cop. Like it's a two on one to start. Yeah, did he have a weapon or anything? I don't think so. He's just running. They never mentioned a gun, and like. If he had any other weapon than a gun, it doesn't matter. He's still in a chair. Yeah, dude, what's he going to do? What's Just he gonna... fucking and go up some away. steps. <laughs> go stand on someone's porch. What's he going to fucking do? Oh, Jesus Christ. Like, I, I'm sorry, but fucking think about that. Like, oh my God, he's chasing us with a knife. Go walk up on someone's porch. Or just go off road. Yeah. Fucking stand walk over. Like, get him to go on the road and then walk up the curb. What's going to happen? <laughs> The fuck is that guy gonna do? Jesus Christ, walk up the steps. Yeah, walk up a couple <laughs> steps, man. And just point a gun at him and be like, stop. He then you can shoot him, yeah. <laughs> if he's trying to muscle the chair up the yeah. steps, then fine. Fine, I- shoot him, yeah. <laughs> but not, you can't just fucking, if he's rolling down the sidewalk, <laughs> you can't fucking pop off on him because, oh my god, look at how fast he's rolling. <laughs> Like, the fuck is wrong with police sometimes, man? 
All right. Well, anyway, speaking of the Illuminati and how uh, tied they are in the music industry, we got a great interview for you. <laughs> yeah, speaking of the Illuminati. Speaking of the Illuminati and people who are definitely a part of it, uh, we have an interview with Junko Daydream, uh, two of the members. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be super fun. It's super funny. They're great guys. Yeah, it's, it's honestly, it's a great interview. It was wonderful to meet them. It was wonderful. Um, you can look at me and Chris smile from ear to ear the whole time while they're talking because we fangirled a little bit, but that's fine. Yeah. It seemed like they had a fun time. Really, really nice guys. Yeah, really they, nice they guys. They seemed like they had a good time. I'm glad they came out. And Yeah, uh, check out their music. They got tons of shit going on. I'm sure they yeah. talk about. They talk at the end where to find them and things. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we're just going to hop right into that interview, and uh, thank you so much. Meow. <laughs> Hello, we are the Reasonable Doubt Podcast. We are here with Jack and Scott from Junko Daydream. Yeah. Uh, how you doing, guys? Pretty good, man. We're pretty good. How are you guys? Not too bad. Good to have you here. Good to have you here. Yeah. Thanks for having us over. Of course. Yeah. Came uh, in and had a beer within 20 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> it's the right kind of household. It calms the nerves, man. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, so I guess for an in, like, introduction, like, you know. Where where'd you guys start? Where'd you guys come from? I mean, I well, I will say, I guess I'll just, I, I've seen you guys a bunch of times, and like, I, uh, I saw you years ago. I used to go to Radio Caroline shows and shit, and like, yeah, yeah, so. that was that was a while back. Like, yeah, yeah. Fuck, yeah, yeah. Good, I, that, yeah, that's crazy. You're, I mean, you're caught up on my whole career then. You've seen the Radio Caroline days. You've caught pretty much everything that I've done. So. Yeah, fair enough. Well, where'd you guys start? Like, what happened? Uh, well, Radio Caroline broke up. Yeah. Um, possibly in like 2017 or 2018. I don't remember. But anyway, I didn't really want to stop playing, so I went on Kijiji, uh, looking to see if anyone was like had any listings for bands, um, and there was only one listing that was looking for a guitarist. And then I emailed the guy who ended up like being Jack, and uh, <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, I'm looking at starting like what was it like an indie indie pop like dream yeah. pop yeah like, like oh for real really nice I was playing bass and singing with like my nephew at the time who's an older dude like yeah. and uh, indie dream pop stuff and he's like yeah like cool just like learn learn these songs and then like come and and we'll, like we'll jam and we'll, we'll audition you out and then. I went over. I didn't learn any of the songs. This was <laughs> so the biggest power move. Yeah, yeah and then we just <laughs> fucking powering through. Yeah, and then we, we just started jamming, and it was I feel like almost immediate. It just was way heavier, I think, than what than yeah. what Jack had or myself had anticipated, like responding to the ad. And then we just sort of rolled with it, and then just gradually got heavier and heavier from there. Nice. And now we're sort of dialing back the heaviness now. Boy. So that wasn't at all the intention. No, no, no. I think that's a lot of the time the way it works. Though. Yeah. Like, yeah. we were, I don't know, like, I was playing piano and bass with my with my nephew at the time, and it was just, like, really nice music, but, yeah, you get into those jams, and you get the energy in, and if we both kind of had the same kind of taste in, like, heavy music, so it just, it just, cre like, creeped up. Just ask it crescendoed yeah. up there, yeah. Yeah, and then, like... I mean, we've been playing together ever since. We've rotated out the rest of the band since then. <laughs> so you guys are like the core. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. It like, like revolves, our, our current bassist, Alex. Humbly, yeah. yes. Okay, he, Alex is... he is, <laughs> we, we consider him just as much Junko Daydream as us. At this okay. point, if any of us goes, it's just done. Yeah. But, he's, 
It's really sad that he's not here today, too. Yeah, he wanted he wants <laughs> to uh, like FaceTime in and like call him. <laughs> yeah, sure. From the uh, from the uh, resort that he's at with his parents in Jamaica. Like, oh fuck yeah! <laughs> he's in Jamaica. Like you don't know what fucking state he's in, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah he, he could be like completely incoherent. He probably is completely incoherent at this point in time. But, oh like, yeah, dude. When you go to a resort like that, you absolutely have to as well. Yeah, hundred percent. It's free. You're paying. You already paid for the booze. So like, I've been getting the play by plays on. Every Every, every single person he meets, just like, this guy thinks I like him a lot. No way, man. Yeah. Yeah. He's an asshole, you know? I'm just here because he's friends with this person, and they're like, bro. It's kind of me, like, last night, and was like, yo, I was eating my jerk chicken, and some bitch interrupted it, because she did the full seven-minute rendition of Gangster's Paradise. So, I was like, dude, I know that you think you just met your wife, but don't, no. don't. Jump the gun too fast right now. He's like, mom, Dad, I like, found her. Yeah, exactly. and his mom and dad are right there too. So he's like, Mom, Dad, I'm just gonna send them back to the shared room. <laughs> so those, be like, cool, guys. Dividers, like put it up oh. in between. Like, calm down, guys. Yeah, yeah. this could be it. You guys, from. you guys saying you're dialing it back. I, I've listened to the single. Yeah. So you're doing this. Like, you had King Croft on. I'd never yeah. heard of him, but you have him featured on the songs. Yeah. Which, yeah. like, that's that's new for you guys. Yeah. It no. Is. He's, he's fucking great. We, um, he, like, I guess he went to school with Alex, right? That's how Alex knew him. I know. You went to, he went to school, or, sorry, Alex went to school with this guy from the Bahamas, um, and he's friends with Croft, and they were just playing Smash Bros. all the time. Like, it was like Smash Bros. and Mario Kart. I wish Alex was here to say it, but yeah. They would just play that. That's how he knew him, and then... We would just hang out with Cruff a bit, and Cruff heard that song emptied out before any of the words were down, and he was like, yo, I'd be super down to fucking to put something on this. Yeah, and we were like, fuck yeah. And it, it was sort of like a like a quid pro quo a little bit, because he wanted a band for his like live show they did at Rum Runners last year. Right. Uh, and Alex and I like arranged his music for that. Um, and then we played it with him. It was way heavier than any set that he's ever done since. It, in my opinion, it was probably the best. But, um, but like we did that, and then he he rode up with us to Belleville to record a verse for the song, and he did it in like one take. He did holy shit, bro! He did like two vocal takes, right? The first one, which was his main, and then he did the double, and that was it. He like he didn't even need to do it twice. And the the guy we were working with, like he was a little skeptical, but when he heard it, he's like, "Oh man, oh shit!" <laughs> he hits us up later. Yo, we need another cruff verse on this. Like we need a, the extended yeah. cruff take. So. The extended cruff. Take. <laughs> yeah, like, it's it's good. It's a good single, honestly. Like, yeah, how, how many have you guys put out now? Like, how? total songs uh we put out what three singles and two full eps yeah. so i think like 11 songs <laughs> yeah. we got 11 songs out we're sitting on another two. 11 songs you got a room yeah. to have. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're sitting on another two songs that are done that we just ha- are sort of waiting to put out yeah. yeah and then we've got the version of emptied out without pref as well right so we got to figure out what we want to do with that. But yeah, we got some extra material and then we're writing a bunch and we're going to record some more this year. And Sick. Like any like touring plans? Because you guys have toured before, right? Like yeah. smaller ones? Yeah. I mean, like we played... No, you guys toured out east though, did you? Yeah, we yeah. did. We went really yeah. hard our first year as a band. Yeah. 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 You know the OG a... dudes, then you... Yeah, that was like a big tour. I remember like Jeff, you guys left for what, like three weeks? We almost time, right? died five hundred yeah. times. It was, <laughs> it was the closest in our lives that any of us had ever come to dying because we were just on the highway. Like, we had just played in St. John, was it? Mm-hmm. And then 
myself, uh, my friend Steven, and then Jeff were all in the back seat. We had drove, driven the whole night before from Quebec City. Oh, fuck. And, and um, so we just like passed out right after the show, and then we were driving to the next place we had to be. And we woke up, and when we left St. John, it was raining. Uh, and when we woke up a couple hours later, it's like a whiteout blizzard. Yeah. On the middle of this like pitch black highway, like somewhere on the east coast. In the worst province for snow. Yeah, worst <laughs> province yeah. for snow. And uh, the guy that was driving was going like 120, 130. <laughs> yeah. And it was not a great driver to begin with. He was just thinking about going home. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we were just thinking like, fuck, we like we could die right now. And we started like making wills with each other in the back seat and <laughs> like, texting Jack, like, Hey man, like, can you like end the pull off? Like we'll take over from here. It's fine. But I was being really nice. I was like, Hey man, like your life's in his hands. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Don't want to anger him either. You get a little fucking wobble. You start fishtailing. Like, yeah. the, the issue with the whole thing was that things were like a little bit tense with that guy that was driving. Like at, that point so oh, we didn't okay. want to like upset him or being like hey man you're putting us in danger like, <laughs> yeah. so go, i'll show you danger <laughs> like turning around and talking to you guys <laughs> but man yeah we like pulled over on like some like gas station or something like that's what you're supposed to do yeah and it was the coldest i've ever fucking been and you you too you were in the front seat with no blanket just like sitting upright trying to sleep <laughs> did you, know, like, I got, like, you have no heat no heating. No, we no. would like run it for a bit, and like then you turn it off because you're like, how the fuck do I get home? You know, like we we only made fifty bucks last show. And, like, <laughs> of course, we we do our most ambitious touring early on before we have any way to make money or yeah. Guarantees. We like just released our first fucking EP, and then we decided to just run it into the ground. And I mean, it went a long way for like building our audience, but like yeah, we weren't working with a big surplus back then, so like. I bought it. I bought it. <laughs> it's the only thing I've ever bought on Apple Music. You might be the only person on Apple Music. We've never <laughs> checked true. those stats. Like we're yeah. like, you know what, Apple Music, if we're popping off on there. I don't even I know, know how to check those stats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Apple, the Apple is the same thing for us with like the podcast. I never check it. It's all like Spotify. Well, like Spotify's everything. The one yeah. thing I oh, like about what? <laughs> the one thing I like about Apple Music that I don't, I mean, it, as someone that's never had Apple Music or used Apple Music, yeah. Yeah. is that it lets us set the price per song, and we've for our entire career, we've set the price on Apple Music as sixty nine cents. Of course, like, the funny just, number. Yeah, it's just the funny number. <laughs> it's so the sex it, one. Yeah. Let's just see the that. Sex like. I, I, we weren't really planning on selling anything anyway. You probably blew our yearly project, projections for that. <laughs> when we get that check in the mail for a dollar twenty-five, you know, I'll be thanking you. Man. I appreciate that. After, yeah, after they take their their, their cut. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, uh, we're still playing some shows, but um, maybe not quite as much as we did the first year. Because if you do it like that, you're not going to have time to write, and then right. you're focusing on quantity of shows up at. Like doing that. And Will you do another tour though? Oh yeah, one? we're like talking about it right now, trying to set some stuff up. Can't talk about it too much, but like, of course, yeah, just making making lists of bands we want to play with and stuff. People that are cool around here and you know extended areas and stuff. But yeah, like at this point, we want them to at least maybe break even, you know, something <laughs> like that. You know, not not pay to tour. So yeah, we're trying to do the right avenues to and do like, that. And like to be fair, like the last 
last couple years we haven't lost any money on the band like we've yeah like we've broken even we've covered all of our gas and like all of our merch expenses and everything yeah through the money that we've made as a band so like that's pretty good that's it's, sick. it's pretty it's as successful as you can hope to be unless you get lucky so yeah um, i mean like getting in it for the money like any sort of art form is kind of lame yeah you're gonna have a really right? bad time. yeah like, you're yeah. Gonna have a really bad time if that's your goal but. yeah yeah no, we're not making money <laughs> no. i was in a program and like for it was like a three-month program they give you a grant at the end it didn't turn out great but uh uh, I told them about my music career and yeah. just told them, you know, how much I'm putting in, how much I'm getting back. They're like, no, you really, you really shouldn't do this. Like, don't, that's not sustainable. Like, that's not a bit, I'm like, um, okay. Man. <laughs> <laughs> people do it solo. It's not great. Yeah. yeah. You need to, you need to have a band to split the costs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that's can, true. It must make it a lot easier for you guys. Yeah. So you can lose money between four people instead of mm-hmm. losing it as one person. Because, like, when I say, like, we're breaking even, we're breaking even for, like, playing shows. We're not breaking even for recording. We're still paying for that. Yeah. Right, yeah. Of course. So, like, yeah, so, like, it's still... You're covering, like, tour costs and stuff. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. But And, like, we've played a lot of shows pretty much every year since we've started. And it hasn't been as much as we did the first year because we did, like, 50 shows or something stupid like that in, like, the first, like, eight months that we were a band that's so <laughs> now we're now we're doing like yeah. now we're, we're we're playing you know like four or five times a month a lot of the time when it's like prime show season and not yeah like snowmageddon yeah um, are you playing more local stuff right now or what what's the deal i mean we did end up playing in london a lot more this year than we ever have it's hard for for london we love to save it for like the big opportunities because we have a biggest market so it's right like, yeah it's just that kind of thing like those big opportunities don't come as often as we'd like so like Especially the last like, couple of years we've played like we played the holy diver which oh you guys played the diver like oh, the, the, the diver and that's where we learned that um there are certain stages that may actually be too small <laughs> yeah it's yeah. fucking it's like playing in, in this closet it's like, like a shot yeah oh, it's small it's like perfect for comics and we played it right after the protest the hero show yeah so we were like this is hilarious like biggest venue like in london besides you know budweiser and then we just go to like the smallest middle, <laughs> and that was an intentional move. We wanted to book. <laughs> we yeah. we like, just we made were, us laugh. We were talking because we were doing the like the shows, a bunch of shows with a band called Napoleon. Okay. That we play with a lot from Toronto, and uh, he was like, "Let's just play like some like tiny bars and like just tear it down." Yeah. And we were like, "Okay, like." What do you mean by tiny? It's like just fucking tiny, man. Like, <laughs> okay, I, like, like thirty people tiny. <laughs> yeah, like say no more, fam. Like <laughs> sure. he sent the first draft of the poster. It said destroying a tiny shithole venue near you. <laughs> yeah. And like some of those venues, you can you don't call them that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we get a message. So back. what are you doing to our bar? Yeah, <laughs> shitholes. Yeah. Yeah, but like we saw you guys play at uh, Palisade. Like, oh yeah, you, yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's where we talked to you, and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was fucking awesome there. Well, yeah, that one. That's a big venue, sort of, though. That was it, it, it's a big venue. Yeah. It was really nice. They, they they treated us really well there. But like the um, yeah, the reason we played that show is because we wanted to play. Like we were friends with like pretty much everyone that was on that bill. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Alex and I work with Brent, like the front man for Gold Tongue. Yeah. And then I used to play with Craig from Pro Wrestling and like yeah. Radio yeah. Carolina. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, like in Radio Caroline. And yeah, then, yeah. Um, yeah, and it, I mean, everyone sort of knew everyone, and that's why we wanted to take it, especially because we had to, like, cancel our previous show that was supposed to be in November. Oh, okay. Um, so we wanted to, like, make that up. It was a really good time. What's the goal, then? Are you guys trying to do, like, one show a month, or...? 
Um, right now, yeah, like, for local, maybe, we're probably going to drop it down maybe, like, once every two or three months, okay. and then try to extend out again. Just get, you know, in as many people's ears as we can, and just, like, yeah. different environments. They help, I feel like, too much of the same stuff, you know, I don't want to... I want to come back and have something else we give to like London, you know. Like I don't want like, to just be like the same more shirt. more material. More ma- more material, more energy, yeah. different things. Go learn it somewhere else. Bring it back hometown. Give them the best show. Yeah. And just like make it make it special too. Like yeah. when we play London, we want them to be important shows, right? That's why. Yeah. I'm like, I mean, we we've only played like it, like this year we played at Music Hall supporting Protest the Hero. We played yeah. uh, at Rum Runners uh, for venue x venue which is i guess a festival that's coming next year okay and then we did that show with uh at palisade with gold tongue and, and that was that was really it other than that that uh tiny show we did at diver yeah but like we just we just want the shows to be meaningful so like when we are telling people like hey come on watch this like it's it's, it's your like best really really, right? really good show yeah <clears throat> like, really good really good roster like front to back that's sort of deal. how did you guys land the dead tired gig that's hard. Um, I think we got reached out to you by... I, I think, like... Yeah, I mean, like... Because that was a big show. There was a fucking lot of people. There was a lot. Yeah, that felt yeah. that felt great, too. And it, it felt like... That show, I remember the crowd was on our side. Actually, one of my best memories, high-five in this dude. I remember talking to Alex Arvasis going... Man, I high five this dude in Death Tire. It was one of the best dudes. He's like, that was me, homie. Before he joined the band. So... He's like, I was there right in the front row. Yeah, yeah. I touched like one guy's hand that show too. So, <laughs> um, it was a it was a good show. He, it was great. We just like reached out to Edie asking if he had anything going on, and yeah, it's like I got this one, and then we're like, please. <laughs> and then and then, yeah, I, it was it was a great show. I'd love to play with them again. Yeah, that would be yeah. awesome. To play Him with breaking all those mic stands is the fucking best. <laughs> yeah, you know? like he just that was a that was at Rum Runners, there. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My favorite sick. thing about Rum Runners is that just fucking pole in the middle of the pit that someone hits every single time. And I, that's the hallmark of a good venue is the pole that completely I think you know there's hardcore music. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like right in the middle of everything. It's it's in uh, like most major venues in like every major city. It's, yeah. it's like there's always that pole. It's the one constant. We're going to that hardcore show at uh, Poachers tonight. Is Feel free to come Tonight? By. Yeah. Yeah, it's tonight. What because, is it? Uh, it's like Jock. Oh, Jock's the best. Yeah, yeah my land. Yeah, 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 I played D and D with the guy that writes on that band, Andrew. <laughs> yeah, Andrew. Yeah, yeah, he does stuff with my buddy uh, Ben for like their Midwest mount. For Midwest, is that a band? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's another sorry. band he's in, but they do like Midwest. I'm a fucking hermit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just want to see what it's like down there because it's like poachers' fucking arms. It's like full of glass. <laughs> like, yeah, it's we, a basement. And... We had one there, and I had to cancel it because I was sick there with uh, like a throat thing, couldn't sing. Oh yeah. And yeah, we're hoping to get back in. Oh, I love that. I used to play that with my, like, indie band. Oh, it yeah? Was just, I just love that now it's, like, they clear out all the tables, and they're like, there's a fucking pit going on. <laughs> Heard it's just high school kids beating each other up, which yeah. is the best kind of hardcore, so. That is the best what, hardcore. What did you do before the, before Junko? Um, I just, I was very timid. Like, I just played bass, and, like, that was, like, my main instrument. So I played bass in a band called Tang Tang, which turned into a band called Bearded Brains. Nothing of note, really. Okay. But uh, just put together like a live show. I would always by the end it would ramp up and I'd be like doing the jungle set basically. Yeah. And I'd be like, man, why don't you like give this guy more stuff to sing? And I was <laughs> like, man, maybe I'm not like a hundred percent piece of shit. Like I should, uh, <laughs> I should attempt 
to play some music. So man, I love it. Honestly, like you're you're quite good on stage. You know, I will I say, you guys, you guys have like a really good stage presence. I, so I, like, I, I listen, I listen to music, but I like seeing you guys live. It's a good show. Yeah, I think we all like each other, and that is not common in bands. So, so <laughs> yeah. we, you know, we can actually smile at each other, and we don't have to like fake it with a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we, we like each other. We like going hard. Like our our goal from day one was to be like, how close to what Dillinger's Escape Plan did. Yeah. Yeah. We go. We're still accurately playing our music, and that's that's the key. Is like, how hard can we go while still being able to play our instruments? Yeah. Right, right. It turns out, yeah, you can go. You can go pretty hard. Cause like that last show, I didn't meet you guys because I left. I fucking vomited for two minutes, fucking straight outside. <laughs> right after the show, no, I way. hit the door with my vomit walking out because I couldn't hold it. And, oh no! So, and yeah, I mean, man, you could just you could push it. You can push it. Yeah, it's throwing me a little bit because like watching you on stage and now like talking to you, you're like, you guys much are more reserved and soft spoken. <laughs> yeah, than I was imagining. you guys are <laughs> very like nice and calm. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that's how it goes. I think that's how it goes. It's, yeah. It always seems to be the musicians that are in heavy bands that are like the most quiet. Like, oh yeah, yeah, people that I've found. There's that meme. It's like Peter Parker with the glasses. It's like if the, if the guitarist in the band looks like this, oh, you're gonna yeah. die in the pit. Yeah. <laughs> so. He looks like a math major. Like you're gonna get fucking killed. Yeah. I get off stage all the time. People don't recognize me. Like they'll be like, "Dude, that was really cool up there. You see that show?" And I was, like, yeah, that was, I was that show. Yeah. I just think like I look like a fucking demon on stage. Yeah. Just, just yeah, bursting. I don't know. Man. That's uh, so. Are you are you guys gonna do another EP? Like you've put out a couple singles. Album next. Yeah, album next. Album You're next. Do yeah. a full album. Like a ten album. Ten yeah. song like album once now. once we release the material, the songs that we're sitting on right now. Yeah. Uh, the next step after that is a full album because we haven't done that before, and that would be nice. Like, yeah. You know, if even if we don't accomplish anything else, to be able to look back and be like, you know what? I mean, it. yeah, the stuff's forever, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that's say, that's the cool part is you can always look back on the stuff you've made and it's just it's there forever it's not going anywhere in the, like digital age right uh, yeah and I, we've had enough to practice writing songs together now yeah so like we're, we're just gonna put out like just a fire full length like that's just it has yeah. to be oh, we would just want yeah the, the 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 list for the album just says all bangers and that's it all bangers all bangers <laughs> 100% bangers to say that you guys haven't done an album yet you've gained a lot of traction on just EPs, it. like a lot of people know. Yeah, I, if I say yeah. Junko Daydream, like anyone who's in the scene and listens to the music, most people know. Oh, appreciate it, man. Oh, that's good. That's great. That's that's great. Yeah, yeah. I need to meet these people. I fucking to our After we played with protest at the music hall, I was working the next day doing the drive-through at the restaurant I work at, and. uh like uh, there was like two different cars where they were like were you were, did you play a show last night downtown are you from junko and i was like yeah yeah that's that's cool it's, it's crazy how much exposure you can get off of like one big show yeah yeah that's oh, awesome for real and that's why like a why lot. we can't play all the time in london because it's like if we want these we gotta appease people that are giving it out and they want to make sure you got all the people there if you're playing I don't know. I don't think it's real, but if you play, they say if you play two times a month, though, you're using up all your draw, your whatever. Yeah. I think you can build it at the same time if you play good shows, right? Yeah. So it's just exactly. kind of un, unwritten rules, but what's it? Uh, what's it take for you guys to go to the states? A lot of money. That's what it would take. Is it? Sure. It's a lot of money. It, it's because really... it's cheaper to travel 
and tour in the states, but it, getting into the states, right? Go to a musicians guild, pay like a thousand dollars to apply minimum. to your visa. Minimum. Minimum, yeah, and then you have to get a place that signs up. Either you have to have a show every day for like at like a couple times a week. Or you have to get someone to basically sign off this fake thing that goes like, they're doing residence at my bar. You, you meet a bar yeah, guy in the you, States. And if they, you go 30 days without playing a show, your visa gets To redo it again. Oh, fuck. What? Yeah. And it, yeah. it's just, it's really expensive. It's, it's, uh, we want to go there. That's like an end goal for us. We just have to have, and like in order to get the visa, I'm pretty sure you have to have all of your shows lined up before yeah. you even apply for it. So it's... we need to have a lot of shows set up beforehand. Yeah, to make and it how long is the visa there. process, though? Yeah, it's Six a while. Yeah. That's the thing. So you you got to book, like, a full tour a year in advance and then do your visa process. Pretty much, So yeah. people we've talked With, to like, that have done it. like, contracts for everything. Yeah. People yeah. that we've talked to that have done it successfully are, like, the whole thing is just, like, a big scam. Like, you, and you, when you're applying, you're scamming them. You're, like, oh, it's my buddy, like, signing, say I'm there every 30 days. Oh, I got to go take a break and go work my actual job or do something, work with family. You're, you're getting some bar to just say you're playing over there or whatever the hell, you know? Like, you yeah. got to just keep it up. Wow, so, holy shit. But, yeah, it's got to be hard to, like, book a book a lot of shows in advance on a maybe. Yeah, because you could apply and then not get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you got to have, like, contracts for every show that you're supposed to play. And, like, it's there's a lot to it, and I think that that's, like, part of why we haven't done it yet. But, like, we, we do want to get there. We just have to have the shows to make it worthwhile doing it. They can just yeah. walk into the States, too. They just bring it. Like, they can just or into into Canada from the states. There, it's easy. Yeah, the other oh, for real? You can just pop yeah. over the border, like coming from. Playing the states. Just fucking so gonna pop over there. Play a couple shows and then head back. It's fine. It's How, it what's like if you were to go over there? Yeah. You just go over with all your band equipment. Are they gonna stop you at the border? Really? Oh uh, well, if they yeah. do, you're banned for yeah. like a while, at least five years. But what yeah. people do, they go over without their stuff. They go, oh, I go see a show. And then they go on their tour and they get gear over there. They rent it or they borrow it off the bands, like they backline them and stuff. But then you're okay. risking getting caught on your way back, and then you, you yeah, like your visa five years is anyway. like a slap on the wrist, right? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. So it's just it's just not not worth it to even risk it. Yeah, just wait. it's e- easier to go to the UK. Yeah. That's what we're trying to do. Really, so, that and they would love be that kind of music. Sick. They love oh, man. heavy music. That and, fucking scene over there. Yeah. And if you could do like Germany or something. That's what and you could just like, yeah, walk to the next country. Easy peasy. Oh man. You guys get on get on trains and shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? It'd be dope though, yeah. Like I'd love some like German fans. We found some like wasn't it Germany? Like it was just, so weird, like yeah, just just one random week, uh, all of our listeners on Spotify spiked. And like I went to look at it, and it was just all Munich. Just, <laughs> you're like, man, some guy showed at house party. Love the German like, dudes yeah. vibing <laughs> the music. That's the best feeling. Yeah, we have that. We have that. Like, we're crazy. We have like one person that listens in South Africa, and we're <laughs> like, why? Where did you come from? Who showed you? Appreciate this? That. <laughs> yeah. Part part of me is like. Who's listening to our stuff that left their VPN on? You know, yeah, more yeah. that. Yeah. Like, what is like? Oh, there's no way we got all these it. listeners <laughs> from Munich. But also, who would be using a VPN from South Africa? Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. That's so like, like, that's probably to... pretty legit. Of all the, the places to technology. yeah, of all the places to route your VPN, why would you why <laughs> South Africa? Yeah. That's awesome. Well, that's super cool. Like, I mean, you guys have some new stuff coming out. 
Uh, yeah, no set release dates yet. Right now, okay. we're just like booking our shows, making videos. You, are you are you guys both from London? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not not born and raised, but uh, grew long enough. Uh, Windsor. 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 We like. Sorry, Windsor. guys. Yeah. Uh, dude, I like right. Windsor. What are you saying? <laughs> yeah, fuck Windsor. <laughs> <laughs> dude, Windsor has the best shawarma, and it's he's, like not even. Fun. He's like, if I would move one place. Windsor. Yeah. Windsor? <laughs> that being said, that being said, I, I hold extremely strong opinions the, the other way about Chatham. Oh, fuck oh, Chatham. Fuck like, Chatham. Fuck Chatham, man. Fuck Chatham. We want to do a stand-up set in Chatham. Like, announce it as a normal show. Go st- set up our instruments and then just roast Chatham. Because he's got a million fucking Chatham. It's, it's just the fucking worst place that I've ever been to. What's the best place you guys have played? Montreal, I love Montreal personally. Really? Yeah. yeah. Windsor. Windsor. <laughs> no, honestly, I don't know. Like uh, all of our shows in Hamilton go really well, so I'd actually say like Hamilton. Yeah. yeah. Not, Hamilton's the not new, including new London. Yeah. Not yeah. Including yeah. London, but like uh, Hamilton. Hamilton. Well, Hamilton has a really good music scene, right? Every time we play there, it's just like everyone that that sees us ends up coming to the next show. And we're just like and doubling the shows. It feels amazing. Every time we play, it's just absolute ripper shows. Like yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just really fun. They really like they're just they just love heavy music and they yeah. I think they're proud of their town and what it's done for heavy music. So like Yeah. That's true. Plus like you kinda got something to prove. Like Hamilton got shit on for like thirty years, so And I mean, now it's good it's, music. Yeah, yeah, it's good music, man. I love going to Hamilton. 30 for shows. Yeah. yeah. Lots of good bands came out. Lots of cool venues. Like have you guys been to a show at the doors? No, I'm not. No. Oh, you should go to the door. Or the Kill Room. Or the Kill Room. Kill room. Like I would recommend shows in Hamilton. Like, it's worth the trek. It's yeah? worth the trek. Yeah. Kill Room's just in, like, a skate park. It's just, like, <laughs> just good vibes when you walk in. Like, all the staff, just, like, skaters. And they want to, like, the staff was the best supporters. Like, moshing and crowd, yeah? crowd diving. So you guys play, like, while an open skate's going? Yeah, the, and yeah, exactly. They got the thing going in front of you, <laughs> no and way. here's quick yeah, the so fucking target. It. It's it's yeah. a good. Yeah, that's great. The, whether or not they're skating is a good barometer to how well your set's going. Because if your set's going well and people are into it, the skating stops. Right, right. People are just moshing. There's you, you, you can't. can't you skate. would just get crushed. But yeah. If but like if you're if you're playing a set and people aren't vibing it, then yeah, like everyone sort of moves to the side, and you got somebody like rollerblading up and down the half. <laughs> So guys just doing like circles in the bowl. Yeah, like, it's this just fucking. But then the skaters just start doing like flips into the crowd instead. You know, like, oh, it's the shit. same people doing like they're like I gotta get my fuck my fucking blood flowing here. Jeez, <laughs> so. what um what was the East Coast like? Like how so you guys booked and you're playing pubs and stuff? Yeah, yeah, and we didn't end what? up going that far. We had to we had to cancel a couple of the shows at uh, the tail end of it. One of Saint, them straight up didn't exist after St. John because like. When we were going in this, t- when we got in New Brunswick and stopped for grass, they were like, oh, like, you guys stand here for a few days? And we are like, no, like, why? Oh, well, you're going to have to because of the snowstorm that's coming. <laughs> and then, like, that's, I mean, that does link back to the previous story we said about almost dying yeah. in the van because we didn't buy into it. And, like, it was raining after we played our show in St. John that we just started driving and all of a sudden, boom, snowstorm. If the East Coasters are scared, you got to be scared. Yeah, we, we <laughs> should have been scared. Be. If they're, they're like, taking lessons. it seriously, yeah. then it's real. Yeah. Did, sorry, you said one of them didn't exist? Well, then we went to go to PEI, and it, they were like, we were checking up on it, and it was like, yeah, no, that's not a show. And we were like, 
Oh, okay. Well, okay. <laughs> but were you, you drove to me? Yeah, I am. No, 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 no. no, no, no. <laughs> we were just doing our follow up, so we didn't drive out. To yeah, me. and oh, then okay. it was at like Baba's. I would have loved to play that. Not in the middle of fucking. Who goes to the East Coast in the middle of winter? Junko, I guess. We <laughs> Nobody else. We thought we could beat it. We we couldn't beat it. Yeah. They were just starved for. And days. like ever since then, <laughs> we've gotten a little bit smarter and we played less shows in the winter. That's why we haven't. That's why we haven't played any January. But shows. nowadays, it's like go book a show in Montreal. Oh, I got to work the next day. Play the show, drive back the next day. Yeah. Work and fucking... I feel like it's exhausting to tour. It must be ridiculous. It's fun, though. It's fun. Yeah? Like, you just hang out with your buddies. Especially if you... I think, again, if you're just arguing all the time, yeah. But, like... If you like we're your just, band. Yeah, we're just constantly, like, you know, roasting Alex, talking about shit he doesn't want to hear. And <laughs> making up bits for, for the next person that we come across. Oh, when we see this guy, we gotta fucking <laughs> gaslight the shit of him. <laughs> It's, it's it's a lot like easier in some ways now than it was before because we have the connections now that we didn't have when we started and right not just with venues and bands but also like with people that will let us stay at their places so yeah like, um but the whole trip we did the east coast we were sleeping five of us in a van and it was it's a lot and it was cold. yeah it was really fucking cold man like yeah yeah um, i had a buddy <laughs> played in a thrash band and they like did they went west and they like slept in the van, and he said that was the closest he's ever been to dying. No, like yeah. they were sitting there, like cold to the point where you're not shivering anymore. No, <laughs> you're yeah, just like accepting it, dude. I remember like we ended up like uh, like staying at a gas station parking lot in like northern <laughs> Quebec, and that was when like the time Jack was talking about where like where I was just like sitting up in the front seat. <laughs> I didn't have any blankets. Like it was like literally we just got as far into Quebec as we could. Um, well, like, literally and then before we had to stop for the storm and exhaustion. Sorry. And then, this... like, we woke up, and, like, I had to walk around for, like, half an hour to, before I could feel my legs. It was, it was oh, fucking fuck. brutal. <laughs> it was so cold. There was a whole discussion before, too. It was, like, foreshadowing. Just, like, there's not enough room for blankets. Like, stop bringing all these things. <laughs> and, like, it was our drummer that showed up with a literal hockey bag for yeah. his clothes. And it's, like... Okay, well, yeah, we, like, had to compromise that. I was like, nah, I'm bringing my fucking blanket. And our bassist didn't have a blanket. Like, he had, he had like, a throw. It was, like, a leopard print throw. And he's just like... Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think he weighed maybe 80 pounds at the time. So he's just fucking... His teeth are chattering. And, you know, like... You don't uh, have room for blankets. <laughs> yeah. can't we, we, we learned our lesson. We, we learned our lesson from that. And, like, now it, it's just, like, literally the best thing ever. Um, is like when we crash at someone's place and they like either order pizza or they like make yeah. us food. And <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh my God, it's so, nice so to, much better. It's so nice to like not eat McDonald's. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah for sure. Man, the stuff you eat. Oh, I lose so much weight though. Like <laughs> I've, I went on tour, I think that one, that tour you're talking about, 14 days or something like that. And it yeah. wasn't 14 days of shows. It's just 14 days of tour. And it was like, yeah, like I think I lost 20 pounds or something. It Holy shit! Ridiculous. Well, and too, like the way you guys burning. perform, you guys are fucking performing yeah, every yeah. time you perform, right? It was yeah, it's, it's my workout for the year. I, I, think, I think a lot of at least with that one too is like your body had to burn fat to just not like go into yeah. Like he's not sleeping in the hibernating. Yeah, there's a, there's a positive. Yeah, pretty much. There's a there's a positive to like everything because like at the very least, like if a show's not successful, you learn a lesson from that show, or like right, you uh, book a run late in the year thinking that you're gonna be fine, and then you end up getting caught in a snowstorm, and it's like you know what, maybe maybe November is the cutoff. 
yeah. for yeah. booking like long distance runs. Yeah, it's like we're gonna yeah. like little show hiatus right now where we're like, I don't, we don't want to play in the winter, and we've never done that before. We were like, fuck that, like this is. Yeah, well, I mean, want to go out yesterday ass. or something. Fuck. We're like, if something pops up, we'll do it. But like now's as good of a time as any for us to focus on writing. Yeah, I'm and sure it works like a cycle, right? Like you have times much. where you're writing, and then you have times where you're recording, and then when you're playing shows, and it stuff, makes right? more sense yeah. to write in the winter too. That way, you can go out and play shows in the summer because we were out all summer last year just playing shows like every weekend all over the place. And you're an right. emo band. You gotta like be depressed. So you gotta wait for the most depressing type of the year. Yep. Like, exactly. You yeah, gotta right. compound the seasonal depression. On top yeah. Of the <laughs> Get that real vibes in the dark. What? Yeah. Um, I I didn't want to ask what like. I've always found this interesting with hard music. Like, you're singing. How the fuck are you saving your voice? I mean, years of not, I guess. Yeah. Like, years of doing it wrong, to be honest. And I feel like, honestly, unless you're really lucky, anybody that tells you otherwise doing it is not being honest. Like, it was just hard. Yeah, like, those tours, like, I'd come back and I'd be like, yeah, I can't talk for half a week and... The amount of times that, like, he would call me after we did a run and then be like, yeah, I, I think we're, I think we can't do this anymore. I think I permanently damaged my voice. Oh, fuck. And I never like, really did. Yeah, so. I had to talk him down and be like, no, man, you're fine. You're fine. Just chill. Don't scream for a little bit. And, like, <laughs> I mean, like, honestly, man, if you listen, like, Jack's performances have always sounded great. But if you listen to our demos that you can still find on Bandcamp, yeah. where we are now, you can hear there's a different approach in how he's like doing his vocals. Yeah, yeah. you guys sound like, better. I, I, I feel like I just, I went to like a vocal teacher and then they taught me I guess how to learn and like the language and what I could, I don't know, otherwise you're just kind of like, there's this fucking flesh tube in your throat that just makes yeah. cookie monster noises occasionally. Yeah, I mean I they call it screaming but it can't just be screaming. Like there's gotta be a technique There's to two it, right? sets of vocal cords. There's okay. a false cord underneath and then there's like a uh, like a normal set that we're like talking with right now. Yeah. But like when you do like the Marge Simpson or even like hey, what's up? How are you? Like like the Kim Kardashian or whatever. You know, <laughs> the name, vocal like, fry. Vocal yeah. fry. Same thing. You're activating those false cords. So I just got better and better at like stacking those and like being like, yeah, if I hit it at 110%, yeah, maybe it sounds like crazy, but if I like reel it back and use 70% of the air and like, and then like shape my throat like this better or like shape my mouth better, then it'll come out smoother and I don't have to wreck my voice. Right. I'm not gonna lie, when I was like, I'm at a concert or I'm like having a fight with my mom, and I'm like, oh, my voice did something. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. That's how I'm finding it. Oh, yeah. So I think we've all had to like, I think we've all been more mindful as we've continued writing of, like, what's sustainable for everything. Like, I've right. got, like, a bit of a fucked up wrist, so the chords I'm using for our songs have changed. And, like, when we're writing instrumental parts um, and, like, vocal parts as well, like, you're always thinking, like, how can we play this the way that we play the rest of our stuff at our live shows? You know, like, right. how does this fit in live? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you, your wrist gets numb, eh? Yeah, yeah. We we figured out now like the the best approach for it, but like, because yeah, it there is like you have your recordings mm-hmm. and you go ball swallowing recording, but yeah. if you're expected to go and perform like have that same performance when you do a live show, it's not sustainable. Yeah. Well, you always well, gotta balance the energy of the show with that's like, yeah. That's that's why we want to like when we're writing, we keep in mind like how or even when we're recording, especially like. We don't want to do too many overdubs. 
that right. like because we don't have a second guitarist or a second screamer really um it's yeah. it's literally just like can we replicate this when we play it live because yeah, we don't right. want to have anything that that doesn't translate because that always pisses me off if i see a band play and they sound and nothing like what the recordings are but there's somewhere i'm like hey man i got a fucking cold today so we're jumping bro we're, <laughs> we're going 110 percent show so i can make up for the lack of vocals but if the feeling's there you know people aren't gonna be like man that screams now yeah, yeah, yeah. You fucking do it. I got one yeah. ear on Spotify right now. <laughs> yeah, this is not this the same. Yeah, the I I think it's interesting though. You guys have like this cool energy when you do the show, and you do match, you do match the energy. Which I don't know. It's it's very interesting to me. Like it's a fucking wicked show. I love seeing. You're it. just fangirling right now. Yeah, yeah. I've, <laughs> seen, I've seen you guys a bunch of times. Like I fucking love the show. So. Hell Thanks, yeah. man. We appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Like when we start seeing people multiple times, it's like, this is we're doing something right. Let's keep doing this. Yeah, yeah for sure. sure. Yeah, that's I mean, awesome. Like I said, I won't recognize you. That's why I said before this recording started. I would love to, but <laughs> fucking. We'll long. just be like, yeah, we're the podcast guys next time. Yeah. yeah okay. Great. Great. So, so do you guys go to a lot every of, time. A lot of shows. We try uh, as much as I can. Yeah. Like I work in restaurants, so I work a lot of nights. So. Hardcore vibes or like yeah, nice, nice, more so. Nice, nice. What what's a standout show for you guys? Standout show, yeah, like what? Uh, like what show do you look back on? It's like this is like that was an incredible show. I saw Slayer at Budweiser Gardens, yeah, like, yeah. on yeah. their like final tour. Oh, nice! And I think that was just it, just fucking incredible because it's Slayer, and I like fought my way up to the front for Raining Blood. And That's stuff. sick, man. That was like I would love that. That was up there for sure. I thought they had like four final tours, so like well, I'm, I'm yeah, maybe coming I think it's back. like the Elton John shit where you do your <laughs> yeah. final tour for ten years. That's There's no way that they're coming back though. He was at, by the end of it, he was using like a belt buckle to hold his face because yeah, so <laughs> it's like yeah. a custom belt one. Well, they yeah. were going off the stage and like taking oxygen out of tanks because they were like, That's <laughs> they couldn't like. That sounds good. Actually. I never thought I never thought about doing. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah look into that. How do we get oxygen? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> Imagine how hard we could go if we didn't have to worry about breathing. Oh man, sometimes I'll just be going. I'll hold a scream for so fucking long and I can feel my legs and arms get staticky <laughs> and I'm like, don't show it, you know, like don't let anybody don't black out. <laughs> yeah. That'd be so fucking hardcore if you uh, passed out. Dude, I, I didn't like fully understand what he was talking about when he was like describing that before. And then we have literally one song in our set where I do like one line a couple times as like backup screams. And then like I just did it the one day when it was like we're playing at the door, so it was like fifty degrees inside and like yeah. super sweaty and packed. It's disgusting. And then I, I just I was like screaming my line, and I, I was like, I thought they're gonna throw up or pass out right now. I understand what I understand what Jack's talking about. He does it for like fucking up to forty five minutes straight. Like Ugh, it's built different. I wish I was doing that dream pop shit. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be so nice. Sometimes I just picture myself. I'm playing a tambourine in the band, or I'm playing maracas or something. I'm like, bro, this is great. I need that gig. Do That's you guys cool. do? Other, do you guys have other like side projects? Uh, we've tried. <laughs> every, every time we talk about doing a side project, it ends up involving all of the same members. Right? <laughs> just writing different songs. We're just doing secret band stuff. And yeah. Like, yeah. That's good to know, though. Yeah. yeah. But, like, that's how that's how well we, we get along, is that we end up wanting to play with each other for pretty much anything, right? Yeah, for sure. But, like, going back to uh, Windsor for a sec. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Hey, I like I don't, I don't care what the rest of you I like the Windsor crowds. I like the Windsor promoters. I like those. But we, um... Just not the town. We haven't played there 
in like since pre-pandemic before right. last year. And then we went back last year and there was a bunch of people at, at the show. It was at Fog Lounge. It actually like sold out, which we thought was like crazy because it um, like we hadn't been there in like three years. And then we were talking to people outside and all of them were like, yeah, so we saw when you guys played with single mothers here before the pandemic. And uh, you guys, like, uh, and then they'd look at Jack's like, you threw up on stage. That was metal as fuck. <laughs> and that's what brought them back. The throwing Jeez. up on stage? That's oh, sick. Man, that that's what's bad. memorable. I had a fucking infection. and like, Oh, like not a drunk puke. No. It's never uh, a drunk puke. It's never a drunk puke. That's the thing. Yeah, I might be drinking a beer right now, but it's more just like vibes. I, I don't even have one before the show. I'll have one after if yeah. I haven't puked. Otherwise, I'm like, <laughs> man, I don't feel fucking great. But, uh... Yeah, no. As embarrassing as it is, it's more of like a medical thing. Oh, yeah. It's like, just like, (laughs) I puke a bunch. I don't know. (laughs) That's super cool. I wish there was a cool way to say You should puke more, you get a bunch more people. He was talking on the way over here about like bringing a special puke bucket to like have on stage. Oh, yeah. We gotta do it the next time. Maybe like take a Sharpie and like have a couple backwards letters on it. Like puke, like with the P backwards or whatever. Like just. Hand scroll. Honestly, and then, like, hard the counter. How many shows since? Because like, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been doing better. It's like every other show now. That's <laughs> pretty good. Like, so it's yeah. a zero or one. Like those things they have at your workplace, where it's like we've gone X amount of days without a workplace injury. <laughs> <laughs> Jack hasn't puked in X show. Oh my god. <laughs> That's what you gotta do though, and like, you, if run you do it enough. People go crazy when you bring the bucket out. Yeah. Like, oh! Yeah, that, that'll that'll be a thing. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. I do every band we play. That's like, man, are you are you gonna puke like right after we play? Ah, uh, no. <laughs> we had. Have you been to the Palisade before for shows? Yeah, when they there's, used to do it over the bowling lanes. Yeah, so there's a man outside <laughs> called Elvis Freshlikov. Have you encountered this man? He looks like a wizard. Maybe. What? He's straight up monologuing over this puke in in the Palisade. <laughs> He's just. He's just doing crazy people talk over this. And we were talking about it. He's like rich or something. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I don't want to go into it too well, much. I'm scared. So. Oh, yeah, man, you're right now. Now I'm thinking uh, about it. He's going to use... But the man is... Just sue us into the crown. <laughs> yeah. That's... Any <laughs> press is good super press. attached to your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can I mean, cut shit out. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's early enough. You know, like you guys can just restart. And like, yeah, it's a different name. There's no reasonable doubt. The shit's ending. We've only been like four years into our band. So like we could easily just restart. And yeah. That's the, that's the threat when like the other people start talking. You're like... I'm going to start another band with this man. <laughs> I'm going to start another band. We're going to write another song. <laughs> That's how, awesome. how many different times can we rebrand a slightly <laughs> different product? <laughs> but I mean, if you're good enough, people like know, right? And then, and then they well, feel cool there's bands that actually do that, like Parquet Courts or something. Parquet okay. Courts, yeah. Yeah, they, they change their name every album. And like, people just keep Parquet Courts or Parquet Courts, like with a Q. Oh, okay. And like... They're just constantly changing them, yeah. God, that sounds like a nightmare. Uh, <laughs> to like... try to tell somebody, you, oh, I like this band. What's it called? Uh, I don't fucking know. I don't fucking know. different shit all the time. <laughs> well, that's awesome. That's um, sick. Uh, we're coming up on time here. Uh, is there anything you guys want to plug before we... Uh... Where do people find you? Instagram? What's your Instagram? Uh, and stuff? We're, I mean, we're Junk or Daydream on Instagram. We're on every streaming service, including Apple Music. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, I don't Spotify. even use Apple Music. I just listen... I listen to you on Spotify. I just bought it. 
Oh, just for the sake of fun. We have not seen this money. So, uh, I don't know. But I mean, like... Yeah, we've never seen any of them. Yeah, I've never you, seen no Apple actually, Music Actually, do you guys still have the shirt with the fucking... Balloon, balloon Boy? The balloon Boy? We did it, we, we did it again... Uh, this year when we played the... Um, I'll set you up with one. We got a pink we'll one. Trade. Yeah, we we'll trade. We have shirts. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, when we did the Holy Diver show, we wanted more merch. And then, like, it was just a pain to get any new designs. So we were we were just like, well, we still got this one. Let's... This I, one was sick. He's pushing sick. it every Every, every time. time and then it. Jack's like, fine, do it. And then we did it, and it sold out, like, immediately. Um, <laughs> we also did jerseys, and we'll probably be back at that again. But, yeah, I would say, like, keep an eye on... You did, what, like, a basketball jersey? A, a baseball. baseball. Oh, oh, that's so Basketball's good. next. I'm getting a custom basketball jersey. I'm going to hype it up during all the shows. <laughs> and then people are going to be like, where do I get this? And then one day we're going to drop it. 160 bucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's dope. That's dope. Limited That's cool. run. Merch is the way to do it, man. Yeah, we're going to yeah. put in some live videos soon uh, with Incorrect Thoughts in London as well. And uh, so keep an eye out for that. Yeah, we're, we're, we're always dropping new stuff. And this year will be the most music we've dropped in a long while. So Awesome. That's excited. awesome. Well, thanks for coming on, guys. Absolutely, yeah. man. Thanks for having us. Awesome. Sick. Yeah. Well, that was fun, everybody, wasn't it? That was a great time. Wow. Wow. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, sticking with us. Sticking with us. We got big tings coming. We will do some more interviews in the future. Do more interviews in the future. We got all of season two ahead of us for the year of 2023. We will continue to be posting uh, 8 a.m. or 7 a.m. Something like that. On it's, Wednesday it's mornings. between 6 and 7 a.m. it goes up. Okay. Yeah. Because uh, I have to stay up all night manually encoding it yeah uh, and then people don't realize that there's steam flying there's gears whirring in here we're throwing wrenches at the wall we're throwing and, wrenches at the wall because christian can't hold the flashlight right and and josh is just vigorously masturbating <laughs> until all hours of the morning it's essential it's part of my process yeah that's what makes the good funny videos on our instagram yeah i've got i've got to be editing with one hand and fucking taking care of myself with the other yeah okay it's important uh we've been your hosts and chicka J money. We didn't do that in the intro. Yeah, I know. Damn. All right. All right. Well, I'll find a way to shoehorn that back. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks so much, folks. Keep doubting. Love you. Thank you for sticking with us for so long. This is fantastic. I could cry with excitement. Don't cry. I just, I'm so happy of everything we've built. (laughs) 